you ready to be entrefied? Let's break free of the life we are told to live. Create freedom and wealth by adding value to others' lives. Challenge traditions, challenge authority, and get entrefied. Hey guys, welcome to Becoming Entrefied. Hope you're ready for an awesome episode today because we're going to be talking about, um, you know, male. What is fun about male? This. Have you ever wondered why USPS has no competition to deliver mail in America? Think about it. When is the last time you saw another company deliver your mail Besides U- UPS. Now, I'm, I'm talking letters. I'm sorry, not mail. But letters. Like a letter, like your, 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 I don't know, your water bill, electric bill. Well, only the American government delivers it. Isn't it weird how that's something that's not a company? Well, we're going to dive into that issue. And somebody actually did make a company. So, yeah, let's, uh, let's dive into the meat and potatoes, guys. All right, so, you know, at Entrified, I really like to speak to the underdogs or the the envelope pushers, the guys who like to, to fight back or not necessarily fight back, come back from struggles. I mean, there's a lot of people out there that have come back from really horrendous struggles. Um, you know, and, and it's such a, the underdog tale is one of the oldest tales and it's one of the strongest because... You start from nothing, rags to riches, and, and it's so inspiring because all of us go through hard times. All of us go through struggles, and just to hear that it's possible to come out on top and to be a better person, a stronger person, is really inspiring. And to know that you can win in life, you can win in life. So right now, if you're in a, if you're in a, a valley or a low to your life, just know you can win. I heard heard somebody say, think of life as a symphony. You know, that if life was always high notes, always good times, it's going to get boring and, and and just weird. Like going to a symphony and it's only in high notes. That would be awful. And, and then again, you look at life and it's not always in low notes. You know, there's lows and highs. So just, just know if you're in a, in a rough spot right now, you can make it. You can do it. You can come through it. I've done it, and you can do it, and I'm going to do it again in the future. I know that it's not the last rough spot or rough patch I'll ever hit, so just know that you can come back. Sorry to go on a super tangent there. I've just been having a rough day today. Kind of got a headache. You know, you you guys ever get a a stress headache before? It it sucks. You're just like sitting around um, staring at screens all day, honestly. I mean, who doesn't stare at a screen all day? You, You get a freaking headache. And uh, yeah, definitely have a headache right now. Um, but powering through it, talking through it. Look, guys, I'm I'm fairly new to the speaking realm, the podcast realm. So cut me if you could cut me some slack. Really appreciate it. I'm not, yeah, I'm not a Les Brown yet. Notice I said yet, but I'm working on getting there. Every day is a fun day. It's not a struggle. It's a fun day. Like, like it's it's really a good day podcasting it's it's fun so anyway sorry to go off on that long tangent um yeah my name is patrick and and uh i'm i'm just a normal guy and just like all of you i go through the same struggles as you do and i 
it's been a rough weekend for me personally, but you know, if you're having a rough weekend, I feel you right now. I totally can sympathize with you. And if you're having a great weekend, man, do I wish I could experience that this one, but that's okay. Cause guess what? There is next weekend. And, uh, yeah, anyway, super rant. Let's get back on track here. So let me give you a little bit of backstory. UPS and FedEx, they deliver packages, right? They deliver your, your I don't know, your, your mugs, your glasses, your cat calendars, your keyboards, your Kindles, your Echoes. They deliver everything, everything except for one thing, letters. Have you ever wondered, like, does anybody deliver letters besides the U- United States Postal Office? No, they don't. It's a law because you, I guess, you're carrying personal information. So, I guess they don't trust people, which is kind of hilarious because if you look at the online space, every five minutes you're typing in your address and your social for Google or Facebook, and they see it all. I don't really think they care anymore about what's in your mail. <laughs> it's kind of hilarious. Yeah, and I'm sorry for getting off on all these tangents today, but. I feel like the online space is not treated the same as it is in the real life space. Like, I feel like it's so much less uh, looked at. Like, like I just said, I mean, they don't care what's in your mail. Google doesn't care what's in your mail. They're about to be getting your bank account info. Look at Apple. They have the Apple Pay card. They have your bank info. And, and that's just insane. They don't care what's in your mail. What's in your mail is nothing. It's useless. So... Nobody's going for mail for privacy reasons. And that's probably why you don't see any companies. They don't care what's in your mail. And it's just funny to think about how little security we have online. And in person, people are still freaking out and trying to be super secure. Well, your stuff's already out there on the internet. It's it's, But the internet isn't real, so we shouldn't treat it as seriously. Which is kind of what I feel is the attitude towards it for um some people and that's not safe that's not a good way to think about it (laughs) but yeah so anyway back in the 1840s back when i guess people rode horses they um people weren't pleased with the postal service it was charging outlandish rates uh didn't set well with anybody i mean i'm sure if if you were trying to ship something like I got to ship a package out to my my brother-in-law and and I don't even like I don't 7 bucks maybe and and to me I'm like that's outlandish but these guys listen to this um the government back in the 1840s was abusing its postal privileges and basically bumping the prices up and you know what the constitution does give the government the right to establish post offices and post roads but they have a monopoly on the mail they really do and this guy i'm not gonna take i'm not gonna I'll, I'll, I'll go ahead and tell you his name today i'm not gonna do the spoiler uh so spooner his name is uh um lysander spooner really cool first name lysander it's really awesome um you know he started a service out of frustration with the exceedingly high postal rates it cost 25 cents you may be like, oh, well, 25 cents to send mail a letter? 
Uh, guess what, guys? That's eight dollars and thirty-three cents today. So imagine you were mailing a letter, a piece of paper. It would cost you eight dollars and thirty-three cents to mail that letter. That is crazy. And this guy was mad, and I would be too. I really would be too. They didn't have the internet back then. They had to communicate by letters. And so, a letter sent from Boston to Albany, New York written on a one-fourth ounce sheet of paper and carried by the Western Railroad cost two-thirds as much as the freight charge for carrying a barrel of flour the same distance. Are you kidding me? It almost costs as much to carry an entire barrel of flour as it does a letter with some words on it? It's absolutely insane. So this guy, Spooner, Lysander, I like Lysander better. Spooner just sounds kind of weird. Lysander dropped his rates... Even lower, you know, your basic Amazon business model. I'm going to drive these dudes into the ground by dropping prices. <laughs> and I'm going to slaughter my competition. Like, that. that's how Amazon has an online monopoly. For real, they control 46% of online sales. And like I said earlier, people don't treat the internet the internet the same way. There are tons of monopolies on the internet. And it's not even, nobody even cares. But in real in in not necessarily real life, in the physical world we live in, if there was a monopoly like Amazon, they would probably be shut down fairly quickly. But anyway, I digress. Um, so yeah, I keep I keep getting off on these rants. I'm sorry, guys. Um, so eventually Lysander dropped his rates lower, basic Amazon move, and he was delivering letters for free. Kind of like the one-day shipping, Amazon. And I'm comparing it because, I mean, they just dominate the space. And it's smart stuff. So his competition dropped their prices dramatically. You know, they dropped their postage from 25 cents to six and a fourth cent. I don't even know how you get a fourth cent, but six and a fourth cent per each half ounce. Payable in advance, always. And stamps 20 for a dollar. So 20 stamps for a dollar. So... You know, the obviously the post office was feeling some heat. They were feeling some heat from this guy. And deliveries were made twice daily between New York City and Philadelphia. So, obviously you can see this guy was mad. And he was really mad about the rates. And he was dropping them, dropping them, dropping them. And, you know, that... <laughs> obviously he was frustrated. So, I would have done the same thing. You know, pushing the envelope. He's pushing the envelope. He's saying, look... I'm tired of the way things are. I want to push the envelope. I want to I want to really push and make a change here because this is not it should not cost $8 to mail a letter. It's insane. And this guy, Lysander, he said, "I'm not I'm not standing for this. I'm going to do something." And determined to, determined to prove his point and make some money, Spooner opened his own agency, the American Letter Mail Company. And right off the bat, he made things difficult for the government by offering uh, the six the the six cents uh, stamps. And obviously, the government was feeling the heat. They were like, "Woo! All right, this this is getting a little little competition for the whole government." And we all know how that goes. So anyway, they um. Basically, opposed to the governments, the they were charging twelve cents at that time to match his six. Still kind of high. 
Uh, he set up offices in major cities like New York, Boston, Philadelphia, and in some areas he even was giving free local delivery. I mean, he was really taking it to the, <laughs> really taking it to him. Um, and, and soon, Lysander was doing better business than the government. He was doing more business and better than the government. And the government did not like that. Trust me, man, you start messing with the government's money, you know, they can mess with your money all day, but you touch theirs? Oh, no. Oh, no, that government's come for you. And they didn't take kindly to, to Lysander's venture, and they did their best to shut him down. And, you know, they they threatened to stop sending government mail on trains uh, if railroads carried anything from Lysander's company. They levied fines against the man, and the two agencies duked it out in court. So you're telling me if I want to compete with the government, they're going to they're gonna call up some railroads and be like, hey, don't deliver this guy's mail. Don't do it. If you do it, we're shutting you down. Like, that is so, that's so messed up. That's so messed up. That is so messed up. And, and, and you know, one thing I've learned about the government is, is if you, if you try to beat them in a law, at a law, and you go around a loophole somewhere, they'll close the loophole, and they'll make a new law that gives them favor over anybody else. And I guess, and, you know, I'm on the fence about what, you know, if I agree with that or not. But what do you think? What do you think about that situation? What do you think about the government telling you, hey, if you don't stop sending, uh, or, or if you, if you don't stop, we're going to take your car. Or if you don't stop, we're going to stop serving you gas. You know, how would you feel if the government targeted you like that? That's, that's crazy. And all you're doing is just beating their business model. That's it. <laughs> You're just beating their business model with the better one, and you're giving more affordable prices to the people, and you're creating value. And the government doesn't like that. Nope. They want you to wait in the DMV for 30 minutes just to get uh, just to sit down somewhere. It's crazy. But anyway, so excuse me. And so, unfortunately, you know, he kept trying. He kept trying, and even the government tried undercutting uh, Lysander's stamps. But the, when the prices went lower, he did it too. Lysander said, all right, two cents, I'll go one. All right, one cent, I'll do it for free. Like, this guy hated the government that much when it came to postal working. And in the end, what do you think? Do you think he won or lost? I think it's a little obvious, you know, here. we there, There's no competition anymore for the government. Uh, unfortunately for, for Lysander, the government won in 1851. So this started in 1844. So he made it a good nine years doing this. And it's when Congress established the absurdly cheap three cent stamp. Um, and unable to compete with that, the American letter mail company closed down. They shut their doors. And while the underdog didn't particularly win this battle, he pushed the envelope. He, he pushed for change, and guess what? He got it. Are we paying, you know, in today's society, if we were paying $8.33 back in 1840, it would be $30 right now to send a, a letter in the mail. It would be if it wasn't for this guy right here. This guy 
single-handedly drop rates for everybody in America by pushing the envelope, by standing up to them. And so really the message today is it's okay to stand up to somebody, even the government, even the government, because if you're right, it'll make a change. Even though this guy didn't win in the end in the terms of his business, he did win because guess what? After that, after his business and all of his uh, rate cuts, the government, they kept the rate cuts and they didn't bump prices back up. And so he made a difference by pushing the envelope, by, by challenging the government and by giving them a run for their money. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's, that's very awesome. It's very awesome. And, you know, like I said, I, I can't believe the government was feeling so much pressure that they just shut him down and they made a law that says nobody can challenge us again when it comes to mail. And it's it's hilarious how that works. I wish I could say, all right, the government just taxed me. I'm going to make a law made by Patrick that says the government can't tax me except for, you know, on 50% of my income. Like, I wish I could just do that. You know what I'm saying? And apparently they can. And it's frustrating sometimes. And, you know, right now, I really want to push the envelope on these 40-hour work weeks. I feel like that's stupid and inefficient. I'm tired of seeing it. You're not, it's not realistic anymore. This is the technology age. And you see companies, big companies, like Google, Microsoft, they're doing these, um, I don't know, 35-hour work weeks. I, I haven't necessarily researched as much, but I know that they're doing reduced time. And people in like UK and, 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 and Europe, I think they work 36 hours. And they're more proficient than people in America working 60, 70. I mean, you, you have to rest. If you're working 60, 70 hours straight, you're going to burn, man. You're going to burn out really fast. It's kind of like a lamp. You only have so much kerosene. And once you're out, man, you're burning fumes. And you cannot just keep burning, 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 burning. Eventually... You have to take a break and rest. And people don't know how to do that here in America. So I really, if there's one thing I would push the envelope for myself, it would be the 40-hour work week. I hate it. It's inefficient. It should be changed. It is not effective. Because you factor in 40-hour work week, right? Oh, oh, 40 hours. That's not bad. Okay. Factor in the commute time, 30 minutes a day back and forth. That's an hour a day, okay? Five hours a week. You're just up to 45 hours. A lot of times, lunch isn't included in your um, eight-hour work day, all right? Add another five hours. You're at 50 hours. 50 hours a week. You just lost 10 hours. And those 10 hours are just expendable extras. So just keep that in mind, guys. That's You need to push the envelope. So I challenge you. Today, if you're listening, push the envelope in something, your job, your business, you know, whatever it is, push the envelope, watch it bend, see if you can get some, some reactions, some positive ones. All right. Great talking to you guys. Have a great rest of your day. Great rest of your week. Christmas is coming up and I hope that's awesome for you too. So, all right, push the envelope guys, push the envelope. Take it easy.
Are you feeling entrefied yet? We hope so. For more information and news updates, check us out at www.entrefied.com or contact Patrick directly on facebook.com slash Patrick Hughes 9000.